Welcome back to episode 7 of the Guillotine MMA podcast. We are your hosts, Brandon and Victor Cruz. So episode seven, we just got done with UFC 210, which was in Buffalo, New York, and the main event was DC Daniel Cormier versus Anthony Rumble Johnson. Uh, let's just get get to it. I mean, at the beginning of the show, it was it was a good prelims. We you, like the prelims. Talk about the prelims. I mean, well, let's go over real quick what the prelims were. All right, the first fight in the prelims was uh, Patrick Cummins versus Jan. How do you say that? Blackowitz? Blackowitz? Yeah. So basically, Patrick Cummings ended up winning by decision. Oh, Cummings was the one that looked like um, uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy oh, yeah. in, uh, I think, the uh, Brunson. It was called Brunson, the character he played. But anyways, Cummings the, won. Was he the, oh, no, my mind. Yeah. What was the next fight? I mean, next fight? Oh, this one was a good fight. Uh, we have Shane Burgos, who's actually from New York, versus Charles Rosa. And in the third round... Burgos ended up uh, getting getting a stoppage in, yeah. What was the next one? We'll kind of just breeze through the uh, the okay. prelims. Uh, Kamaru Usman versus uh, Sean Strick. Sheen Strick? I don't know which one it is. Sean Strickland. Yeah, Sean Strickland. And Usman won by decision. And then we have uh, Miles Jury versus Mike De La Torre. And... Uh, Jerry won in the first round with the knockout. Yep, and so that leads us straight into the main card, and we we're just breezing through the prelims because we want to get to the you to know the to action. the main action. So the first fight we have on the main card was um, Will Brooks versus Charles Oliveira. This was a what was it? A, was it a welterweight fight or lightweight? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Well, Oliveira was the one. Who won um, by submission? Yeah, yeah. I think he was the favorite to win. I mean, this guy's. Oh, been, he got the standing rear nigga choke. Yeah, this guy, this guy's, uh, you know, little by little been, you know, climbing the ranks, and uh, we were looking forward to this fight, and it, it didn't disappoint. I mean, he, like you said, he ended with a with a standing rear nigga choke, which I don't get because if you're if you're standing and you're being choked from behind, like here's your two options: you can get choked out standing up. Or you can, because he wasn't against the cage, so he so he was facing the cage. he was facing the cage. Brooks on you know obviously being choked, I would have just thrown myself back and hoped that the impact of hitting the ground will make Oliveira release the choke. At the at worst case scenario, if he doesn't release the choke, you get choked, you get choked out. out. Either way, you're gonna get choked out. So you take the chance. So I didn't get that one. So he tapped out, you know, standing up. So really good good uh, match by Oliveira. Next one, we have Tiago Alves versus Patrick Cote. Yeah, and we've been watching Tiago Alves um, also for for a little while now. And, uh, you know, we were kind of rooting for him. And he didn't disappoint. He won that one. What was the... How did he win? Decision. It was by decision. Um, but a good win for him. And... Uh, oh, and uh, Cote retired... Right oh yeah, Cote. Yeah. Well, yeah, a few retirements on this card, but um, Cote retired um, after the match, and uh, you know, put his his gloves on the on the ground, and 
and that was it for him. So. So the next fight we have had some controversy before. We have uh, Cynthia Calvillo versus Per Gonzalez. So the controversy of, of this fight was during the weigh-in. So the New York the New York State Athletic Commission has a has a policy where uh, a fighter isn't allowed to compete if they have some kind of breast uh, implants. Yeah, breast implants. So. At first, when the weigh-ins happened, I think it was yeah Friday in the morning, immediately people were saying the fight's called off, but it never officially really came from Dana White or the UFC, which is, you know, basically sources because of the rules. And after the doctors and physicians examined her, they determined she was, you know, fit to fight or whatever, and the fight continued. So, uh, Cynthia ended up winning. But this, is a U- this was her UFC yeah, debut. Yeah, it was her UFC debut. And then Cal- Calvario, um, she fought a month ago. Against uh, she beat um, Amanda Cooper from the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, so she beat her. She beat her pretty easily. She choked, so she's, she choked her out. So she's fighting a month later, and Gonzalez was making her USC debut. It started off as a good fight, and I thought that mm-hmm. Gonzalez had a good game plan, which was to let Calvallo tire herself out. The problem is, is that Calvallo is a little bit of a firecracker, so she has a lot of energy. And once she took it to the ground, it was like lights out. I will say this: Gonzalez did a good job of staying alive, because in the first round she got she um she got taken to the ground and survived. And there were a few times where Cavallo locked her legs mm-hmm. and you know was going for the choke, and still Gonzalez got out of it and did a good job of defending it. And then the second round it was the same thing, except you could tell that there was one moment where. She lost control, and Cavallo locked it in, and Just that was it. There. And Just that was it. Her. That's where she beat her. Um, but Cav- but we, I will say this: this was a strawweight division, right? Oh yeah. And so for That's me, strawweight. the strawweight division is crazy scary because it has Cavallo, it has Grasso, right? Mm-hmm. It has Calderwood, Calderwood, Andraj, right? The champion Joanna Jurjanchek, Claudia too, Claudia Gadella, It's got um. Um, is Tisha Torres in? Tisha Torres, Karate Hottie. Karate Hottie, Paige Van Zandt, right? Well, she, yeah. Paige Van Zandt. Mm-hmm. Karate Hottie's fighting... Oh, she's fighting... Amajunas. Amajunas. So, the strawweight division is crazy. I think it's the best division right now in in MMA, in UFC. Because it's got uh, so many so many great fighters, top to bottom. But I'm curious to see what, what Calvario does next. I mean... She's got a little bit of a, of an attitude to her, which is good, not in a bad way, but in a she's good five way. Five and zero now, five and zero, two and zero in the UFC. Yeah, it's crazy. So it'll be good. And so what's the next one? Next one was full full of controversy. Mm-hmm. It was it was Chris, Chris Weidman, Weidman and Ge- Gerard. Uh, Ger- I don't know how to say his first name. Gerard Musasi. Gerard. Gerard Musasi, yeah. and uh, you know Chris Weidman's on a two fight losing streak. We were hoping that this would be a fight where he breaks out kind of, of right breaks out of it, writes the ship. Unfortunately, it was full of controversy. So this ended in what round? Second. Second so round the of- first round, it was just full of uh, Weidman getting takedowns. You know, riding it for a little bit, and that was about it. Uh, it was it was looking pretty good for Weidman. Yeah, and then second round comes. I think Chris got a takedown or two in the round, and then at some point. Um, Musasi ended up having a, a headlock on Weidman, and Weidman was down, and his arms were 
Wyman's arms were pointed to the ground like he was trying to be down. And Musasi landed two two knees. Yeah, the first one was obviously legal. legal. The second one was when Wyman, Wyman dropped had, his hands. had both hands down. And as he was throwing the knee, one arm came up, one hand came up. But it was such at the last minute. And Dan Gugliotta, who was the ref, was kind of on the opposite end. So even to us, watching it from the end that you got a good view, I thought originally, like, that's illegal. an illegal uh, knee. So Gugliotta, we thought both of them were illegal. Yeah, so Gugliotta stopped the fight. Mergliotta. Mergliotta. I don't know why I keep Who's Gugliotta? Who's, I know there's someone Gugliotta. There's someone I know who's Gugliotta. But anyways, Mergliotta stopped the fight. And at first... He was giving Chris Weidman time because it was an illegal yeah, knee. Five minutes. And then he asked for replay, which here's the thing. This was in New York. There's no replay. Well, there's no replay in MMA. And so there's no replay. But he asked for replay where they said, no, it was legal. So then he told Musasi he wasn't going to deduct a point. He was going to penalize him. Yeah. So then it got crazy because the, the New York State Athletic Commission doctors came into the ring, into the cage, and started talking to Chris Weidman. And they called the fight. Mm-hmm. And so everyone started booing. It got crazy. What I guess the call should have been was if if Mergliata thought it was an illegal kick, there is no replay. So you go based on that. And what he should have done was deduct a point, off of, penalize Musasi, give Weidman his time to re- recuperate, and then let him keep fighting. Now, assuming he still asked for replay because sometimes... You know, even though there's no replay, he, sometimes the refs can do whatever they want. And so he asked for replay. And assuming that we still allow him to have replay and see that it wasn't illegal, then, okay, you don't penalize Musasi. You don't give Weidman any more time. You let them continue from the spot that they were, and you keep fighting. Because that's what Rogan was saying. That's when what Rogan they, was saying. When they seen it was legal, he was like, uh, Dan Mergala like, was like, you have three you have three more minutes left. He's like, no, there's no time left. Yeah, so once he realized that it was a legal kick, he should have stopped the time of, you know, given extra time to Weidman and just started the fight and told him, let's go right away. Then there's no reason for the doctors to be in the yeah, ring. There was no reason for them to be in the ring. Like, there's no reason. There was no cut in his face. Well, he you know was I mean? cut a little bit. I mean, he bit. was just he bleeding a little, a little bit, bleeding. but it wasn't from the knee. Yeah. So there was no, like, usually the, the doctors come don't in. Don't they when, call them the doctors when the ref tells them to come yeah, in? Yeah, when the ref tells them. I don't them. think Merck got a call from them. Yeah, so there's no reason for the doctors to be in. There's no reason for the doctor. The only thing that I can think of is that the doctors called it because Chris Weidman has a concussion. Because that's the but only con- thing. But Chris is ready to fight. That's Yeah, but that's the thing. An athlete, when they have a concussion, like, it's not up to them. Because yeah. in football, when a when a guy gets a concussion, he thinks he's still good to go. It's the yeah. doctors who have to tell him, no, you can't. So that's the only thing that I can think of. That because think about it, he still got need whether they were legal or not yeah. or not. So to the doctor, he's eva- or they're evaluating if he has a concussion. So they maybe they determine he has a concussion. We'll have to see what continue. happens at the at the post press conference to see what they say about him. We'll have to watch that. And then so here's the deal. So now the reason they gave Musasi the TKO is. Assuming all of this was correct, the doctors, he got he need whether yeah. they were legal or not. He has a concussion and can't, can't continue. You can't penalize Musasi because he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. So you give him the TKO because Weidman can't continue. That's the only thing that I think could, is what happened. That the referee says, despite every, I mean, not the referee, the, the, doctors, the doctors, no matter what happened, he has a concussion and he cannot continue. So if he can't continue, then... It has to end the way it ended. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that I can think of. But 
it should have never gotten to that point because the the ref should have never stopped the fight. And then even if he stopped it, he should never ask for a replay. And there was a lot of mistakes. So, I mean, everyone was kind of ticked off. Even Musasi was mad that his corner was yeah. celebrating the win because it was a cheap win. So his his um, his corner he was, was celebrating. Yeah, and he was, flag and he and was mad. He was mad at them and telling them, no, don't celebrate. Yeah. So he talked about a, re- a rematch. And I think it, a rematch is only fair. But still, it, it, it counts as a, as a loss. So yeah. three losses in a row for Weidman since losing the title. Yeah, it hasn't been good. And I got to tell you that even after the fight, he sounded like a sore loser. Who? Weidman. Because he was like, oh, yeah, those were illegal kicks. And he thought they were illegal. He looked, and then he seen he's like, "Oh, you're right. There weren't." Yeah, but he didn't seem like a confident fighter. You know what I mean? Like I, I just he didn't he didn't seem I don't know. He just didn't sound like you know like a confident fighter. Well, I see what he was saying. I mean, he was there because it happened so fast. He thinks his hands are still down. You know what I mean? So he got hit, and he's like, "Yo, that's illegal." Because because the thing is, like, if you look at the replay, when Musasi started the knee, his hand was down. But as it was approaching the head, that's when it came up because mm-hmm. Musasi brought it up. And so it landed legal, but it started illegal. I think that's the point. It started the path. As soon as he started the knee, it was it was illegal. I mean, it, was, illegal. it was in illegal territory because his fingers were down. But when he landed it, it was legal. So it was just like, it was hard. I mean, I don't blame the ref, Mergliata, because where he was, he was on the opposite end. And the fingers that were in question were the ones on this side where we were watching where the camera was. And even then, watching it live, we weren't even sure if it was... I thought it was illegal. So I don't blame the ref. Anyways, controversy in that fight. It was just crazy. Obviously disappointing because it's a co-main event. People definitely want to see that. Chris Weidman fighting in New York. Him, um, you know, trying to fight, you know, get, get kind of get his career back on track. And this this is what happened. So, anyways, we'll see what comes out of it. Obviously, I think a rematch is is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. After that is the is a long awaited main event, which is uh, Daniel Cormier versus Anthony Rumble Johnson. Mm-hmm. Right. So this one started out. Remember, for a long time, DC has been talking that he was gonna he was gonna just strike with them, strike with Rumble, which <laughs> I thought was a mistake. You 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 gotta stick to your strengths. That's like playing one on one with Jordan. That's like saying, yeah, I'm gonna go one on one with Jordan, and it's just like, no. I'm gonna, try, I'm gonna try to shoot threes with Jordan. So, anyways, so it was uh, interesting to see how this was gonna start, and it started. Why don't you explain how it started? Um, there was a little bit of striking, from what I remember, and then. Surprising, like really weird, like like paranormal type stuff. Um, Johnson goes for a takedown, and they end up in uh, Cormier ends up with his back against the cage, and they end up in the clinch area. And yeah. Cor- Rumble's just staying there. He's basically playing Cormier's game, like he wanted him to take him to the ground. Yeah, and then they they clinch for a while. That's basically the whole round of round one. Yeah, well, oh, and, no, 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 because well, at the end of the round... It was like three punches. They they separated. Oh, yeah. And rumbled through a knee and and then a kick. and then Something broke his nose. Broke DC's nose. And so in between the rounds, you're seeing DC in his corner. And, and I didn't miss mention anything while we were watching, but I thought, man, his nose looks, looks a little, a little crooked. And then as soon as round two was going to start, the commentators were saying, yeah, I think his nose is broken. So then I was curious because I'm like, man, is he gonna is he gonna fight to protect his nose or is he gonna fight his game? Who cares what happens to his nose? 
What did you tell him what happened in round two? So round two go- comes, and then um, Johnson gets a he gets a he gets some takedown on Cormier. Cormier pops up, and then I think they were against the the cage again, and then Cormier gets into his um, gets into his dominant position. He ends up getting us. I think it was a was it a single leg, right? He ends up getting yeah. a single leg, and then pounces on DC. I mean on uh, Rumble. Yeah, and 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 Rumble for us, like we were looking forward to see how he would do on the ground with DC because his last few fights he's actually done pretty good on mm-hmm. the ground, and uh, I thought it'd be a good chess match between them. Now, obviously DC's kind of a master on the ground, yeah. as we saw in their first fight, and. He, you know, kind of picked away and picked away little by little, and ended up ended up doing what? Uh, DC ended up getting the rear naked choke without with like barely one hook in. Remember, his right leg was out onto the side. Yeah, yeah. So it was all upper he body. Out. It he was pretty out. much all upper body, and he ended up rear naked choke. And plus, he was really high when he had the hooks when he took him down at first. Yeah. So he, you know, he he ended up stopping. Um, Rumble, Johnson. and he tapped fast. He too. tapped fast, which was surprising. And again, DC didn't have like a great position because his 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 he legs didn't weren't have any locked. Hooks. He didn't have it, his legs locked, and but it, it was, was just he, he was doing the wrestler stuff, getting the the wrist and all that hand control. Yeah, so his wrestling definitely took took over, which which is what we expected because that's exactly you know his strength, and that's what he did the first the first fight. Now, here's where it got even crazier the night. So, DC is going crazy talking junk. And we thought he was talking to John Jones, who was in, in the crowd. But anyways, we'll get to that in a little bit. But he, he was talking junk to someone. He gave, you know, him and Rumble came together. He told Rumble to go first because they interviewed both guys. So, <laughs> thinking, thinking he was going to go talk more crap. Yeah, so so he had, so yeah, so yeah that way he has enough time to go, go first. talk more. <laughs> he goes, you go, you go first so he can go talk more junk. So then, Rumble... Tells um, Joe Rogan he has something, you know... To say. To say. And I'm like, he I know he's not retiring, but that's he what... He's crying. That's where it started going. So he started thanking the crowd and said that he made a commitment to another job. And then he goes, it's not MMA. So we're thinking when he said he made a commitment to another job, I'm thinking, oh man, is he going somewhere Bellator. else? Is he going to Bellator, the junk league? And, and so he goes, he said, it's it has nothing to do with MMA. I made my commitment to another job, and I'm tired of getting punched in the face by, by dudes. And rolling around with and guys. Rolling, rolling around with guys. And, you know, he's only 33. He's a dominant. He's dominant. Aside from DC, aside from DC, he's the best. He's the best in the division. Yeah. He's only thirty three. He's in the prime of his career, which is your, what Joe Rogan told, asked him. Like, why would you retire now? But he's like, you know what? He's done, and you you got to respect him. And I think it's honorable that he's like, hey, that's it. I don't want to do it anymore. Like that's the whole thing. People don't realize you. Sometimes you stay in a job. And Dominic Cruz said this. Sometimes you stick around too long because you think. You know, people want you to stay, but it's not really what you want to do. And no one is forcing you to do anything. Like, you control your own destiny. If you're not happy doing something, then don't do it anymore. If you don't want to be somewhere, don't be anywhere. I've been in jobs where I stay for whatever reason, and you're miserable. You don't need to be miserable. Nobody says you have to be miserable. So go do what you want to do. If you don't want to do something anymore, don't do it. And so he left. You know, he, he retired and said this was it for him. And... 
We don't know if it's a spur of the moment. Maybe, you know, it's true. Because if this, he would have won, do you think he really would have retired? He said either way this was going to be his last fight, I which know. I don't know. It could be like Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders retired when he was young because he was just done. He said, I'm done. Walked away, never came back. Never. Re- I don't know if he ever regretted it, but that was it. And so Rumble decided to, you know, why do, I'm curious to know what that job is that he said he has a commitment to. But who knows what he's going to go on to do. Maybe something that's a little, you know, more important to him. So I'd be curious to see, but you have to you have to respect someone who says, "Look, I'm just done, and I want to go do something else, and I want to be happy and do something that'll you know that's a little more important." Mm-hmm. So I respect that. It's kind of sad. Thank you, you know, Anthony Rumble Johnson, because he's been dominating in that division. He is also very quiet and humble. Really good guy, and so it's kind of sad to see him go. But you know, he's doing it on, in his own way, and it's I'd rather see someone walk away at the top of his game. Than someone who you're like, like Victor Belfort, or which is Hen- like Henderson, you know? who like, well not Henderson, not Henderson. um no um like uh, what's the Koscheck? Koscheck should Koscheck probably didn't retire. he should. I'm just saying he should probably oh. retire. You know, a guy who's on a losing streak and career's going downhill. I'd rather see a guy leave that in you know kind of that way. Or what's the guy that lost to uh, that they just fought in Bellator? It was Rampage and um, oh TRTs. No, no, they just fought. Oh, King Mo and Ra- oh, oh no, um, who's the one that that uh, Tito Ortiz? Was it Tito Ortiz? No, no. Okay, no. And so the last Bellator was Rampage versus King, King Mo. Mo. So Rampage is the one. Was he the one? Rampage didn't retire. Yeah. No, no. But I'm saying I'm not talking about. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying he's the one who says that he regrets oh, being. Regrets it? Yeah. And so he and then he lost and he back. didn't and apparently it didn't look good. He mm-hmm. didn't really perform well. So my point is, if he walks away, that's different than walking away when oh, you're at top. the top of your game. That's what I mean. And so I'd rather see a guy leave like Anthony Johnson just did yeah. than leave because they're sucking. Mm-hmm. You know? So anyway, so then so then DC um gets interviewed by Joe Rogan and proceeds to talk junk to Jimmy Manoa. Who the hell is that? He's ranked number five. So that's who he was talking about. Who is he again? No, he's good. He knocks people. What's his name? Jimmy Manoa, I think that's how you say Yeah, so he was talking junk to him. Because he turned... just beat Corey Anderson. He's the fifth ranked. And above him is Gustafson, Teixeira, who are fighting. And then Johnson and then the DC. Yeah, and so then he turned around and talked junk to um, John Jones. John Jones which... Who? He said, who? Yeah, because yeah, uh, Joe Rogan mentioned. Mm-hmm. And he's like, who? Like this guy, he basically he said, "Who this guy who can't fight because he's not even qua- you know like yeah, qualified, el- el- eligible to fight yet." And so he basically said, "Hey, get your stuff together, and then we and then we can talk about you know whether we're gonna yeah. fight or not." And it's true. Now go back to wait a second. So before the whole show, the big controversy at the weigh-in. Oh, okay. So Friday morning. Uh, so how these new UFC weigh-ins like since like I think last summer. What they started doing is they'll let you weigh in earlier in the morning, but you only have until like, I think it's maybe before 12 or somewhere around that to weigh in. Once it's after that, you can't weigh in anymore versus when they, what they used to do is you could weigh in like later in the day. So you have more time, but now they, you know, they do this to make sure it's easier for fighters just to get over it and rehydrate and all that before fight. So what happened was, um, Cormier goes to weigh in. And he weighs uh, 206.2, which is a pound and and, uh, 0.2 over the weight allowance. Now, if this wouldn't have been in New York, 
the fight would have been, well, the fight wouldn't have been for a title because he would have been overweight. But because of the rules in the New York State Athletic Commission, there's a rule that for championship fights, I don't know if it's only for the champion or if it's for both fighters, but in championship fights, if someone misses weight, they have two hours from when they miss weight to lose it and to weigh in a second time. Now, the controversy with that is that, you know, before DC goes and weighs in again, is that the weigh-ins were going to end in like five, four minutes before, the you know, from when he weighed in. So the the question was, would he have the two hours or have would he have just the five minutes with the UFC? And it turns out he would have had the two hours no matter what because it's the commission in control. And then... Two minutes, literally two minutes and some kind of seconds later, DC comes back and miraculously he's, you know, naked, ready to weigh in and he's 205 on the dot, lost a pound and point two in two minutes somehow. Well, and then well, the controversy even, yeah. is that supposedly somehow he was shedding or balancing his weight by holding on to the towel. Uh, I mean... I, 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 don't, I saw a little bit of the pictures from that, and it doesn't look like the people holding the towel are, like, holding it, because DC's a big guy. Yeah. So if you're going to balance yourself on a, on a towel, then the dude it's the dudes holding the towel really have to put some strength into it, but they were just holding it like this. I don't know if just going like this allows you to kind of <laughs> lose, yeah, a pound, lose a pound, too. But that's but the also kind of, the fishy part to me was when uh, DC... Or, Johnson weighed and he weighed in with his shorts or with his sweatpants on too. And he was, uh, what was it? It was one, he was 203.8, which was a pound and 0.2 under, which is, was the opposite of Cormier, which was a little fishy to me. And also Cormier said like, he was surprised because in his room before he weighed in, he weighed in at 205, but the scale, like he seen the scale and he's like, that's new. Cause yeah. didn't those scales look a little different than they usually have? Yeah, like, so, that's a digital that looks. So it might have been it might have been the, the scale. scale, but who knows? But anyways, a pound and point two doesn't to me it doesn't really matter. And I then John Jones was talking. So crap. then John Jones was talking crap that that's you know he shady and he was cheating. And my take on that is he should He's be the last one talking to about talk cheating. about cheating who's been popped twice. Whether more one time, more. well, he's been popped a bunch of times. And he's done illegal stuff even in the ring, in the cage. Yeah. So he's the last one who should be talking about something being, you know, illegal and cheating. Um, so anyways, I didn't agree with that. Obviously, at some point, we want to see, you know, uh, DC versus uh, John, Jones. John Jones. But John Jones kind of screws himself. Um, so anyways, that's kind of how that went. But but 210 was a great show. Now my take is that 2017 is 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 shaping up to be the best year in UFC history because every card has been top notch. And for we the haven't most even part. had a McGregor fight yet. That's, yeah, that's the scary part. But all the cards so far has have been great. Stacked. The next ones are going to be even stacked. There's a fight night next week. That's that should be a pay per view, right? Yeah. So what's the what's the next few cards? Okay. So anyways, 210 was a great show. If you missed it, um, too bad. Too bad for you, but you shouldn't have. Uh, but it's a good one. Don't miss the next ones. We're we're looking forward to two fourteen. That's going to be in our backyard in Anaheim. Uh, it'd be nice to be able to go to that one, but we'll see. Either way, we'll be watching. 
So, uh, oh, the Saturday, next Saturday, April 15th. Now, check the, this out. This is this is pay-per-view quality. Okay. So, before I say the main event, just the the main card, we have Jeremy Stevens versus... How do you say his name? Mo, Mo, Renato... Yeah, he's Brazilian. Renato Moicano. Right. Yeah. What's the next uh, one? The next one, we have uh, Jacare Salazar versus Robert Whitaker. Then, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, the next one, which I'm excited for, is Rose Namajunas versus the Karate Hottie. Um, what's her first name? Michelle Watterson. Michelle Watterson. That's going to be, that's a good fight. Yeah, and then the main event is my man Mighty Mouse, Demetrius Johnson versus Wilson Heiss. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't Roy Nelson fight in this one, too? Yeah, I, I wasn't saying the, the prelims. Yeah, but Roy Nelson's on it. So that's a good fight. Oh, and Tim Elliott. And Tim Elliott, who, and then what's that woman's fight? Oh, but that's on the fight pass, right? Yeah, it's no one. Oh, excuse me. And that takes place in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, that's, yeah. that's next Saturday. And then after that, we have another fight night. Uh, eight, Saturday, April 22nd, we have the main event is Cub Swanson versus uh, Artem Labov. And I feel like we just saw Cub Swanson, but it's because we saw an old show. Um, we we oh, watched the Henderson it. one? Yeah. And then, let's see, Jake Ellenberger's fighting on that, John Dotson. We haven't seen Ellenberger in a while. Nah, and then... Um, and then Je- and then Dotson, is he going to be smiling through his, through his whole match? You know probably. how I feel about him. Oh, like, and Moreno's fighting too. Who? Brandon Moreno. Oh, yeah, Moreno from, from the uh, Ultimate, Fighter. Ultimate Fighter. That kid's on a streak. He's and, really good. And then also, Auburn St. Peru versus De Lima. Yeah. And then UFC 211, which is looking great. Uh, oh, that's the one where when when uh, Andrade is gonna take the title from Jin Janecek. I don't know about all that. Um, so on the main card we have Eddie Alvarez versus Dustin Poirier, uh, Henry Cejudo versus Ser- Sergio Pettis, Frank Frankie Yeager versus Frankie Edgar. Ye- oh, Edgar. <laughs> I don't know why you think his name is Frankie Edgar. I, I, I heard it from it's somewhere. Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar versus. <laughs> He's um, been calling Frankie Edgar Frankie Jaeger. I don't know why. I heard it somewhere. I swear. <laughs> you know what it is? Do you ever remember Metal Gear? Mm-hmm. There was a dude named Frankie Edgar. Oh, I, get, I get too confused. Um, versus Yair Rodriguez, which oh, is his biggest gonna fight. Be, that's going to be amazing. Yair Rodriguez is Bison M Bison from Street Fighter. We've called it. And then the next one we have Damian Damian Maya versus Jorge Masvidal. Masvidal's been climbing the ranks, so that's going to be a good fight. And then co-main event we have Yorna John Jacek defending the new and the new champion Jessica Andrade. Yeah, maybe. And then we have the main event is Stipe Miocic versus Junior Dos Santos. I always get Miocic confused with um, with um, Bisping. Bisping because they're white. yeah, and they look alike. I think they look alike. But you anyways, know. yeah, they do. I think they look alike. <laughs> so Steep is the one I don't want his face to get crushed. It's it's um Bisping. It's Bisping who I want to get. I want to <laughs> see him get beat badly because he's been dodging everybody and talking junk. And then uh, Sunday, May twenty eighth. Wow, that's far. Um, the main event is Alexander Gustafson versus Glover Teixeira. Uh, nobody else really on that card. 
And then UFC 212, which is Saturday, June 3rd, is the main event is Max Holloway versus Jose Aldo for the, Basically to for see the who fake fights, belt. Yeah, for the who, fake belt to who see, fights to see who fights McGregor. And then let's see who's on the card. Uh, Claudia Gadelha versus Carolina. I don't know how to call Remember her, remember? Call, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Kawalowitzki. And then... <laughs> Whatever it is. We also have um, Eduardo versus Matt Lopez, my old wrestling coach. Oh, yeah. We got to get Coach Matt on the show. Definitely. He he uh, definitely um, said he'd be, you know, he'd, he'd like to be on. Uh, but, yeah, we're curious to see. He's one and one so far in the UFC. His first fight was, was a good fight, but... Um, I think this guy might be ranked, but the other, but he he yeah, this guy's losing. this guy's ranked number eleven, Johnny Eduardo. Yeah, so this is gonna be a big fight for him. Yeah, and this is in Brazil, and then also we did have the co-main event as Anderson Silva versus Kevin Gaslam, but Gaslam. somebody just had to smoke some weed and got popped for marijuana. Yeah. And then Saturday, June tenth, we have a fight night. We have uh, just the. Undercard so far, Joseph Benavides, Joseph Benavides versus Nguyen, uh, Derek Brunson versus Mark, or not Mark, Dan Kelly, and then the main event I'm excited for, Derek Lewis versus Mark Hunt. Yeah, first of all, how does how does Mark Hunt keep getting fights? He keeps losing. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Derek, what is it? Uh, Lewis. Derek Lewis is my new favorite fighter. Because that's the dude, remember what he fought last time? He's like, I had to He kept holding boo-boo. his stomach and we didn't know what it was. And it's like, he said, because he had to go boo-boo. <laughs> and then his his social media is funny as heck, right? Yeah. So and anyway, then, so so some really good shows. We're hoping that for Anaheim, they'll add Chris Cyborg because it's right in her backyard. She lives in Huntington Beach. So, you know, that show's going to be in Anaheim at the Honda Center. And we're hoping that that's going to be a big, you know... A big show, yeah, because they were supposed to be in Anaheim earlier like this year. Remember? And they, I think oh, the no, Brooklyn no, was, card was supposed to be, in and Anaheim. they changed it. Yeah, thank God we didn't accept that card. Yeah. So, so, anyways, it's been it's been a good few couple um, weeks. Well, not a couple, couple of months since since no, the have, start of the year. It's oh. been a good a good couple of months in the UFC and um, some good cards. And we watched Bellator. What was that? One seventy three or something like that. We were watching the. King Mo and Rampage. Yeah, I we mean, haven't finished, you know, but... whatever. We haven't finished it. That's kind of like, we, we watch it on our spare time because it's like watching WWE versus TNA. And yeah, it ain't that good. When, you're, when your pay-per-view, it's not on pay-per-view, that that speaks volumes. Yeah, that's an issue. But I will say that we do watch it because it's uh, nice to see some of the fighters. Some of the fighters um, are pretty decent. Remember that, that women's fight that we made fun of them at the beginning because they didn't really look the part, but then it turned out to be a good fight? From this one? No, no. The oh, you're talking one. about with the really small girl with the not the ugly singlet. Yeah, but yeah. but she turned out to be pretty good, and so Didn't for this she one, get, like her, and she's like, oh, I can fight, I can fight. No, and they stopped it. Was it her or the other? Girl? It was a white girl. It was the other girl. Yeah. Yeah. The tall white girl. Oh yeah, and so in this show we haven't seen anything interesting to so no. far, but not at all. But anyway, so I think that pretty much does it for episode seven. Um, yeah, kind know. of a short episode, but we wanted to get on 
and record it right away, right after 2.10, because I find that every time we record it later in the week, we got to remember what the hell happened in the show that we're, we're going to talk about. So this one, we got to it, a lot of a lot of things going on. Anything anything in the news related to UFC that we've seen? Uh, oh, the Hall of Fame. You're right. Oh, I forgot Uriah yeah. Faber just got inducted to the Hall of Fame. They just announced it today during UFC 210 that Uriah Faber is uh, going into the UFC... Um, Hall of Fame, which is great, and they gave a nice little video package. So. Oh, and also in uh, there's in rumors supposedly for you for Ultimate Fighter twenty six, they're going to be focusing on three weight classes, uh, which is women's uh, bantamweight and strawweight, and then men's middleweight. So it sounds to be like a really big one if they're having three weight classes this time. Yeah, and the next season of the Ultimate Fighter is going to be crazy because oh, yep. it's Dillashaw versus Cody Garbrandt, who they used to be. You know, teammates. teammates, not anymore. Oh, speaking about Cody Garbrandt, so we were checking out his Girl. his his Instagram live feed. Oh, not his Instagram story, and he had a lot of a lot of stories related to his girlfriend. His girlfriend's pretty pretty hot. So I was like, my reaction was, Cody has got it all, champ. You got it all. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, looking forward to the Ultimate Fighter. Anything else? Lately, uh, they keep talking about the McGregor and Mayweather fight. I hope oh, it's happening. I hope it doesn't happen, but looks like it is gonna happen. Yeah, rumor um, is that uh, UFC wants fifty to eighty percent of McGregor's purse. And I think if McGregor's smart enough, he's like, nope. nope. But we'll see. I mean, we, we follow Connor on social media, and he's been um, living it up like he always does. Uh, his 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 girlfriend should be giving birth soon. And uh, what else? Anything else going on? Anything with the Diaz brothers? Nothing new with the Diaz brothers. Um, we, you know, I follow Felice Herrig on social media pretty closely. Oh, uh, Ronda Rousey got some kind of new coach. Oh yeah, and news, the rumor is she might come back for another fight news or go to WWE for whatever reason. News has been that she is she got a new coach. We don't know if that means she's coming back or whatever. So that's where that's at. Um, what else? Any other news? I feel like what we're gonna remember as soon as we press the off one. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything Let me else. Look it up real quick. Look at um. Let's see. Let's go real quick. All oh, the news is gonna be UFC two ten. Or ESPN. If we go to UFC MMA, let's see what they might have to say. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess as as we're doing this, real quick, remember to follow us on social media, uh, the Guillotine MMA on most social media platforms, except on Twitter, it's Guillotine underscore MMA. Uh, we're also you can catch every episode of the of the podcast on iTunes, uh, uh, TuneIn, SoundCloud. So we're on all the platforms. Stitcher. Stitcher. Let's see what they have on. It's a, they you know McGregor mentioned he's open to a trilogy against Diaz. We don't know how serious that is. That. I watched that one. It was a good. It was good. Um, it was a good uh, two fights. Um, I don't see anything new. Anything from all from the like past cards that we saw. No, not not anything that comes to mind. Oh, Lawler, Cerrone, a book oh, for two thirteen. That would be a good fight. It's about time when Lolly gets a new fight. Um, I don't see anything. 
Oh, remember you said that um, T.J. Dillashaw came to the to rain. Oh, he went to rain the other to week. rain, which is rain rain um, wrestling. Wrestling is the wrestling program by former MMA uh, UFC fighter Mark Munoz, and uh, I guess he knows T.J. Dillashaw, so he came. Um, obviously, weren't there, but it would have been nice to uh, to meet him. Yeah. And then... And then Chris Cyborg calls for a title fight. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. But that's she for the... Really, oh, she got rid of her belt in Invicta. She gave, up, she gave up her Invicta title, and she wants a title shot at um, UFC... What is it, 214? Which is she didn't July say 214, but she wanted it for, you know... Yeah. She just wants to fight. Oh, the only other thing that came up was, remember Rampage... Um, was on ESPN and he talked about how he regrets. Yeah, we were talking about that. We we talked about that. You mentioned it. Well, he regrets being in. You know, he said if he could do it again, he wouldn't. Be he wouldn't be an MMA fighter because he missed time with family, and you could tell that you know, you can't make up that time. So he doesn't have the relationships I bet he he would one. want with his family. So his one regret, even the guy who was interviewing was surprised, and he asked him like, "Are you kidding me? You accomplished a lot. So why would you, if you had to go back, do it differently?" And family is important, and I guess at that point when he was doing it, he he didn't realize it, but now he does, and so he regrets it. So you got to respect that, and I, you know, that's honorable to mention that. Um, I think that's it. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, you know, definitely follow us, and listen to you know any episode you missed. Um, you know, leave your comments, and we definitely. You know, enjoy and love your interaction. And we'll see you next time on episode eight. eight.